between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Right, let's just pray a little more. Let's pray a little more concerning this light. Uh, praise God. Hallelujah. Um, uh, the war of the church, the war that the church is fighting, is the war of light. Praise God. Literally, what light is is doctrine or knowledge. Praise God. That's the war of the church. The war of the church is not war of taking over politics mm-hmm. or media or anything. Yes. That's yes. not the war of the church. Mm-hmm. If God gives it to the church, it, it, it will still pass away. Yeah. Even if God gives it to the church, mm-hmm. it will still pass away. pass away. So that's not the war of the church. In fact, me, I don't believe that the church should hustle to go there. Mm-hmm. If the Lord delivered it to us, delivers it to our hand, praise God. Mm-hmm. But even me, I don't see myself there. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? So, at the end of the day, the war of the church is the war of um, knowledge. Mm-hmm. Uh, the war of the church is the war of knowledge. If there's no knowledge in the church, we are still under Satan. Mm-hmm. Because you cannot overcome an enemy that you are not wiser than. Praise God. You cannot overcome. That's why when they say some people should come and... Some people are so excited about doing their daily work and career more than coming to hear the light that God has to give. Yeah. Even though it's the light that will, let, that will actually run their life, that will run their life and save them from the darkness of this world that we are, the Lord is telling them to come and get in church. But you see that many people are more concerned about their natural life than even coming to church to come and get um, understanding. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Uh, but the war of man, he said, you know when the Bible says that we war not against principalities and powers, rulers of darkness. Praise God. Uh, so the ruler, when he says what the rules darkness, is in charge of darkness. Sometimes maybe when we read our Bible, we don't notice some things. When they say somebody is rulers of darkness of this world, what does it mean? He knows how to use darkness well. So, you that they say you should come and get light, and you are willing of getting light, it means that you are willing of being free. You are willing of being set free. Praise God. Sometimes when we are praying about light, you know sometimes, there's a way the devil talks to our hearts. <laughs> you are still praying about this light. <laughs> Check your bank account. <laughs> Is it light that will pay your bills? <laughs> The month is ending. Yeah. <laughs> you know, one of the dangerous times of the year is at the end of the year, especially in January. Mm. You know, when they pay December salary, it's always a, a little, it's not the 30th they pay December salary, yeah. they pay like 27. Mm. <laughs> so, January, that's why January is always very long. It's not because January is very long, ah. <laughs> it's because there's no money. <laughs> that's why January is long. <laughs> Praise God. But yeah, it sounds very funny, but this, this is true. The devil come and ask you a question. You are still praying about light. You will not find solution to your problem right mm. now. You get what I'm saying? But what is the solution to our problem? Yes. 
He's light. Oh. Mm. Praise God. Yeah. Praise God. As my brother was just praying that prayer, Apostle James was praying that prayer, I was just wondering. Hey. You know, that's why the devil always fights light. Praise God. Yeah. And he has become so skillful in fighting light that even somebody that has light can let go of the light. There's a way he can talk to a man. A man can give up light. Praise God. Book of Second John, John has to be talking to them. He said, Do not let that be careful so that you will not let that which you have wrought in you. You may not lose that which you have wrought in you. What did they wrought inside them? He was now telling them, He that abided not in the doctrine of Christ, that abided not in the doctrine of Christ, had not God. So, in other words, it's doctrine that he wrought in them. I started warning them concerning doctrine that don't lose this doctrine you have given to you. Not men can lose it. Imagine holding on to light and losing light. Praise God. When you are supposed to be heading for more light, you are losing the one you have. Praise God. So a man can lose the light that he has. Praise God. And one thing about light, losing light is that it's not that you are really letting go of a light. It's just that you are corrupting the light. You can corrupt it. Praise God. You can corrupt it. That means they can, you, the, the devil can turn the knowledge you have against you. Praise God. So you can use the knowledge you have for evil. That's just what we have. You can have knowledge and use it for evil. You know it now. Sometimes when I when I read, I've read this book, God's General, twice. Men use gift of the spirit to do evil. Gift of the spirit. They used it to do evil. So, so devil can turn light against you, and be, you can begin to use light for evil. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. That's why sometimes eh, I understand the revelational mind is very good. Please, you should have a revelational mind. But I think that was one of the reasons why some people are afraid of revelational mind. You get because of they know how much damage a revelational mind can do. Praise God. But we are going to ask for more light. We are not afraid of making mistakes. Mm-mm. We are just we are sincere enough to follow God. Who, who will not make mistakes? Anybody that says I don't make mistakes on this part, please, you are lying. Yes. I don't want you around me. Yeah. You, should, you should make mistakes. <laughs> you should make mistakes. So, please, nobody should come and say they've never made mistakes on this part. It's a lie. Mm. The, you learn, he said, the righteous man shall fall seven times. Ah. In other, if you fall seven times, that means he, failed, he made mistakes seven times. But he rose again, right? Praise God. So, we are not afraid of making mistakes on this part. Mm. It's just that we are dogged about going deep into life. Yes. That's one thing me I'm dogging. I can I will make mistake. I'll rise up and set for more light. Praise God. Can we pray more? Can we pray more? That God should give us more light. More understanding. Give us understanding to know the only true God. (laughs) 
Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Let me, we'll still pray. We'll still pray. Let, us, let me quickly say something. When the Bible says, either abideth in the doctrine of Christ, at both the Father and the Son. Praise God. It means that either abideth in light. You know, John had to explain it to the first John. He said, if we say we know God and we walk in darkness, we are liars. Praise God. So, for a man to walk to not to not be so it's not we are liar doesn't mean that you are talk, you are telling somebody a lie. Mm-mm. When they say devil is the father of all liars, of liars, do you know it's not that many times what he's saying really really is really really um, a lie in the sense of um, yes yeah, somebody is telling me a lie. Mm-hmm. Hmm? It's just a darkened truth. You get. Something that is true, but is working against God. Mm. That is true according to the world sense, mm-hmm. but is working against mm-hmm. God. It's like a fact. It's a fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Aha. Mm-hmm. So is a is it is something that is is a fact, but is against faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So darkness is a light in itself too. Mm-hmm. It's just a light that can fight faith. Faith fight faith. Yes. yes. Yeah. Praise not the Lord. Hallelujah. So when you say abide in the doctrine, to abide, you know, Paul started teaching um, in um, in the book of um, Ephesians. He said, "Put on the whole armor of God." When everyone said "whole," I've never talked about it like that before. Yeah, whole. whole. Yes. So it's not that you are wearing you wear this one today. You now wear, yeah, you know, in <laughs> movies mm. when you watch epic movie. I watch Troy. Yes, yes. Movie Troy. Okay, maybe Troy is not really. 300. Mm. Uh-huh. The way the guy was wearing is, um, yeah, yeah, you know, another one that I that crossed my mind is The Last Samurai. Uh, the Last Samurai, all yeah. movie like that. You know, when they were going to the war, the mm. display around wearing the suit, tight. <laughs> you know, sometimes when they blow me around that thing. <laughs> Even you, you'll be having, when you're watching the movie, you have goose papers. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> you will feel like going to war. <laughs> I watched some movies and I saw myself fighting in the dream. <laughs> Praise God. But you see, you see, that's not the whole, the what they are talking about. It's the whole. It's the whole thing. So it's one thing that is that is equipped for many things. Praise God. Armor of God. So it's one thing that is equipped for many things. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Uh, so you you now see that you now said, having therefore done everything to stand, stand therefore. So when they say abiding, eh, when you can consistently use a light without giving up on it over time, you are abiding. Mm. That means you are standing. Mm. Praise God. Yes. For to be faithful with light, <laughs> mm. <laughs> to be faithful, to consistently use it. Mm. To consistently use knowledge. Ah. The devil is a warrior. The devil is a warrior. 
But thank God we have a mighty man yeah, in battle. Man in the Bible calls him so Jehovah Sabbath. Is mm-hmm. a man of war. Mm. So, how do we war? We war by using light consistently. Yes. That's our war. Mm-hmm. Having therefore, because one thing the devil wants to do, he wants you to shift from that understanding that you have been given. So you have to stand in it. Praise God. That's mm-hmm. our war. Yeah. That's our war. It's a war of light. And we pray that God will give us grace to hold on to light. Mashikalabaste. Mambo good. See, see, many of us have knowledge that they have given us this year. Especially after school of the spirit, I can we have spoken with many of us. Instructions upon instructions. Yes, we hear their instructions. We want the car you got in here. We praise God. But for you to hold on to that instruction and use it continuously till it becomes a nature in you. Now that's the war. Mm. That is the war. That's the war. Because if you check the parable of the sower, it's how to come and steal seed. Mm. And the devil is looking for. Mm. It's how to come and steal seed. Can I be very sincere with you? You know before I used to think of parable of sower like okay, um the that ground, eh? Is just what it has it's it has it has always been. So seed just fell on it and it, no, the devil can actually turn a good ground to a bad one. Mm. Yeah. It can turn a good soil into a bad soil. Mm. Yeah. So the husband, the farmer came to sow. Then the devil came later and sowed tears. Do you get what I'm saying? So it can make the environment of a seed unconducive mm. for growth. It can just come and sow tears around it. Mm. So it can make the environment for light inconducive. That when you turn it like this, you see that you cannot use light. You turn here, ah, it's hard to use light. Yeah, yeah. You go forward, it's hard to use light. Yeah. You go backward, it's hard yeah. to use light. Yeah. Those things that are making it hard are tons and tissues. Yeah. It's yeah. the devil that plants them. Yeah. And you know the funniest thing? The husband man said, leave them, let them go. <laughs> you know, that was in the midst of that. You don't have a choice. Yeah. You must grow. They are, they are waiting for you that they must grow. You must grow there. They will not take you out. Sometimes when I look at this, ah, well, you have hands, move these tears now. Why did you leave it? You leave it? <laughs> but any seed that grows in that place can grow anywhere. Yes. Can grow anywhere. With this grace, do you know one thing about tons and tissues is that they are eating from the nutrients of the normal of the seed that's supposed to grow. That's one that's the war of um, tons and tissue. Mm. They are sharing nutrients, they are sharing nutrients. Yeah. They are sharing nutrients, so they are sucking out of you. What do you want to, they want to suck out of you? Those are just saying they are just coming now. Mm. <laughs> Praise God. Mm. They want to suck out of you. So when you have nutrients in you, what they are looking for is how to come and feed on nutrients. Praise God. Mm. So let's pray that we don't let go of light. Mm. Grace to hold on to light in the name of Jesus. Mm. Maka sobrega de dois de
Grace to hold on to convictions. Grace to hold on to convictions. Grace to hold on to convictions. Not to let down our standard. Grace to hold on to light. Grace to hold on to light in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. Father Lord, we thank you for tonight. Uh, we thank you for grace. Even incense, grace to pray. Ah, there's a lot of grace here to pray. We thank you for grace to pray. I will thank you for more grace to pray. Because we will be praying more. It will, this will be a house of prayer. This will be a house of prayer. And all of us will become pray machines in our various houses in Jesus' mighty name. So much that naturally we will generate prayer in Jesus' yes. mighty name. That will be our testimony. Amen. Very soon we will not be willing of prayer. Amen. Prayer will be our nature yes. in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Father, I pray this evening, Lord, ah, you will bless us mightily. Amen. Father, use me, Lord, tonight. Amen. Use me to... Uh, Use me the way you want to use me in the name of Jesus Christ. Uh, Father Lord, help me Lord. Flesh will not find expression. Is there any way I've missed it that would disturb the administration? Father, have mercy. Forgive me Lord. So that I can bless, you can use me to bless your people Lord. Help me Lord in Jesus name. In Jesus name I pray. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Ah, uh, uh, after school of the Spirit, first time life is praise God. Uh, uh, welcome everybody online. Um, I know you, many of you are there, and uh, I'm grateful for all of you. Um, school of the Spirit is a testimony for me. Yes. Um, school of the, it's so funny how. Even listening to the messages again, I've not been able to finish everything. Because I can't, you know, I, I, I noticed I couldn't listen to the message the way I normally listen to messages normally. Mm. I had to listen to the message carrying my note again. Mm. <laughs> I'm listening the second time. Yes, and I'm still picking my note. I noticed I had to correct some things in my notes yeah. again. I said, wow. So, you might think you heard some things right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then I was reading my notes. I had to add some things to it. I know you this one very well. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so really, really, mm-hmm. we've not fully heard that message. Yes, yes. Uh, we've not fully heard those messages. Mm-hmm. Uh, please, let's go back to those messages. Mm-hmm. I was blessed. Yes, yes. I was blessed. Praise God. Um, I think the administration was just going direction of the prayer. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. How many of us know that um, um, when Adam was was made, he was made in in understanding. Praise God. What did I say? Adam was not ignorant. Praise God. Adam was not what? Ignorant. Ignorant. Adam had judgment. 
So he had light inside him. When we say light, we are not trying to be deep using the word light. Word light in the Greek word means it's just illumination, mm-hmm. enlightenment, mm-hmm. or direction, mm-hmm. or another word for it, judgment. Mm-hmm. Praise God. So when they say a man has light, he has instruments to make decision, mm-hmm. accurate decision, right in, in, in instrument for making the right decision. That's just light. That's what light is. So when they say God is light, it means it can never make mistake. Because God has the right instrument for accurate judgment and accurate decision. God is light and in him there's no darkness at all. That means there's no thing in him that he, he there's no Another word, there's no untruthfulness in it. Ah, let me just hide it and do this one. You know, you know there are some of us that we, we, we are sincere somewhere, but there are just some things that let us just hide somewhere that nobody will know I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. God does not have that one. Mm-hmm. No. No. Everything about him is light. There's no guide in him. Mm-hmm. In him there's no darkness. Mm-hmm. So there's no, there's no reason to shift. Mm-hmm. Praise God. There's no reason to shift in God. So, a form of light that is in God was given to Adam. So, Adam was not ignorant. Praise God. Hallelujah. Adam was not ignorant. So, when God created man, God created a man in light. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, at the end of the day, man was supposed to be a being of light, a being of understanding. Praise God. So, now, if you read the way the devil tempted man, the devil tempted man with the intention of corrupting the light that is inside man. Praise God. So, he came to man with the intention of, he knows that this man has light. Let me corrupt the light in him. That's just what he did. So, let me turn the light inside him. Let him begin to use it for another thing. Or literally, literally, instead of using it for God, let him begin to use it for self. Let him begin to use it for himself. Mm-hmm. Instead of using the light in him for God. Mm-hmm. So, and if you check the way devil fell, is the light in him, he started using it for himself. Mm-hmm. He said, out of multitude of your merchandise, they have corrupted their light. Literally. He corrupted his light. Praise God. So, a man that has to overcome the person that is plaguing man has to be wiser than if the plaguey was wiser than the plaguer. Praise God. Praise God. The way to overcome the person that is plaguing him is to gather wisdom higher than the wisdom is using to plague man. Yeah. So when we are coming to church and they are teaching us that we should be made wise, mm. we feel like ah, this wisdom of God that people are talking about. How about wisdom for business? How about wisdom for becoming rich? Ah, ah, every time, this is wisdom of God, wisdom of God, wisdom of God. Praise God. But no, 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 no. You know, 
one of our problems is that we feel like <laughs> we feel like okay, let me quickly get the light of God. Then by the time I get the light of Christ, I'll quickly go and use it to do my own thing. After all, I now have the light of Christ. Once you start using it to do your own, your own thing, you start corrupt. Yes. Corruption starts all over again. Mm-hmm. And the Garden of Gethsemane, that was what the devil presented to Jesus. That's what he presented to Jesus. All this knowledge that you have, you why would you take it to the take cross, to the cross and, go and, die. and go and die? There are many things you can do with this knowledge. Mm. At the Garden of Gethsemane, that was what he was telling him. Mm. Why will you go to the cross with all this capacity that you have? Mm. No, don't go to that cross. There are many things you can do mm. with this. Ah, you. Mm. Ah. With the knowledge of eternal life inside you. Mm-hmm. Do you know what you can do? Mm-hmm. In the eyes of men, anything Jesus Christ would have done at that point, he cannot have, will not be seen. Mm-hmm. The only sin, the only person that would have seen him like ah, this man has torn is God. Yes. Even the disciples, by the time he comes back, the disciples will see him as a normal person. Yeah. So the light we are fighting is very high light. Very, very high. Very high. Anytime you are talking like this, people will think that we are praising the devil. Mm. We are not praising the devil. We just want you to see your enemy. Mm. So that you will know that your fight is, is not an easy fight. Mm. Praise God. Mm. Let's quickly go. Let's go. Let's see the 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 way it was generated. So, um, somebody will read scripture for me today. Oi. Genesis chapter 3. Genesis chapter 3, we read from we read from verse 1. I will let you know when I want to stop. Praise God. Don't worry, I'm not I'm not coming for you. I'm not I'm not Maybe I shouldn't people would know now. Because I've mentioned you a lot. Praise God. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Okay. Yeah, read, read. Genesis chapter 3. Let's read from verse 1. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Now, so let's, let's see. He said the serpent was more what? Subtle. What does it mean to be subtle? Cunning. Cunning, wise, wise. deceptive. Yeah. Praise God. Than any beast that the Lord has made. So obviously, this serpent was possessed mm-hmm. with a spirit. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Than any beast. Mm-hmm. And for him to be able to deceive man, obviously, he was wiser. Mm-hmm. He was wiser than man. Mm-hmm. That means, somewhere he had more knowledge. He has more knowledge. Praise God. 
he has more knowledge than man. You know, people find it very difficult to understand this thing mm. or to agree with it. So they want to confess that ah I have knowledge, mm. the knowledge of Christ is living in me, all these things is this and this is that and that is it. No, 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 let's calm down, be humble. The day you got born again, you're a baby. Mm. Ignorant. Mm-hmm. You didn't know anything. In fact, the knowledge you have is the knowledge that hates God. Mm-hmm. And the man needs to agree first. That the knowledge I have wasn't before I got born again, the knowledge I have was not given to me by God because I have no inclination towards God. Mm-hmm. So I was trained by another man that does not love God. Before you got born again. Mm-hmm. And you see, we'll get there in the scripture. Praise God. Let's continue. Let's continue. And he said unto the woman, Yea, as God said, Ye shall, ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden. And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God hath said, Ye shall not touch, ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. Lest you what? Die. Lest you what? Lest you die. Praise God. So, you shall not eat of it, lest you die. Praise God. Let's continue verse 4. And the serpent said unto the woman, You shall shall not surely die. Mm -hmm. For God doth know that in the days ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, Mm -hmm. and ye shall be as God. Okay, okay, let's quickly quickly stay here first. Then your eyes shall be what? Opened. Your eyes shall be opened. So literally, obviously, if we now say the eyes of man was opened, eh? but we know what actually happened to man, mm-hmm. that what his eyes was opened to is some, what is not supposed to be seen at all. So literally, we cannot. We, we are, what, what we are trying to establish now is that our war is light against light, understanding against understanding, wisdom against wisdom. Mm-hmm. Because they said the eyes was opened, but what it was open to was offensive to God. Mm-hmm. So literally, obviously, what we are saying, what we are seeing, is not really, really that you are ignorant. It's just that your ignorance is another knowledge. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let's continue. Your eyes shall be opened, eh? And ye shall be as God, knowing good and evil. Knowing. So you'll be knowing something. Praise God. Hallelujah. You. It's not that you really, really be ignorant. It's just that you'll be knowing what God doesn't want you to know. Mm-hmm. So, there's no way a man makes a decision without having a knowledge. Mm-hmm. What we now have to differentiate is what is the knowledge I'm using? Mm-hmm. What is the knowledge? Every single time. That's why when we talk about leading of the spirit, leading of the spirit is not that you are hearing your voice. Anybody that comes to me, that every single time he comes to me, mm-hmm. and the Lord said to me, mm-hmm. and the Lord said to me, I will tell you, if that's schizophrenia, mm-hmm. we, need to go <laughs> we need to go and check you. It's not every time that the Lord is saying to you all the time. Yeah. Imagine if I'm... 
I'm walking, I'm hearing voice. I'm going down, I'm hearing voice. I'm going down, I'm hearing voice. No, no. That's not, that's not leading of the Spirit. Leading of the Spirit is teaching. What leading of the Spirit is forced. Teaching the life of God. When God does teach you his life, it teaches you how he makes decisions. So you don't need to hear a voice. Because you have been taught how to make how he makes decisions in this when you enter into a situation, you use the judgment of God that has been placed inside you mm. to differentiate between good and evil. Mm. That's actually the leading first. Mm. So leading anyone that is looking for voices all the time, the devil will come and talk to him. Mm. Because really, really leading of the spirit is not all the time voices. Mm-hmm. It's actually enlightenment, understanding, knowledge that you have. Let me give you an example. I, I, in, we, I grew up in, um, I have a medical background. So, like in the pharmacy now, when they want to teach you, we do internship. Hmm? We do internship. As an intern, we have a pharmacist beside him all the time. Yeah. When he's making decisions, the pharmacist has been teaching him over time, over time, over time. Huh? The time will come, the pharmacist will leave him. A patient will come. He will let the, him give direction for the medication. He's right beside him watching it. If he's making a mistake, he will tell him, okay, um, this, he will correct it. Hmm? Yeah. Will, that's at the beginning. He will correct it. At that point, a Christian that is hearing voice many times, to be very sincere, he's still a baby somewhere. Uh-huh. He's just in the training process. A time has to come that he will have learned in a way that he has judgment. So, where, where am I going? The pharmacist will tell him. We correct him. A time will come, the pharmacist will leave him. Leave him in the pharmacy. You will leave him to be making decisions. The pharmacist will not come and check. What, how did you make this decision now? Oh, this is what you should tell the patient. No. Because the pharmacist is able to leave him alone because of how much he has taught him. Mm. He knows that this boy is here. He can make decisions by himself. Mm. Out of multitudes of teaching. Mm-hmm. That's the way God is. After God is teaching you over time, over time, over time, because of the way he has built you with knowledge, he, should, he can put you in a place and be sure that you'll make right decisions. Mm-hmm. That's what God did to Adam. God created Adam because he created him with knowledge. If God said he should go and name animals to see if the name that he had in mind is what Adam would give. Mm-hmm. Can we look at it? Let's really look at that scripture. Um, praise God. Uh, and the Lord took the man and put him in the garden to dress it and keep it. And the Lord commanded man, saying, Every tree of the garden, but the tree of knowledge of him will not eat. And the Lord said, It's not good for a man. Brought unto Adam and see. Okay, verse 19. Genesis chapter 2, verse 19. Let's quickly read it. When we read for us, chapter 2, verse 19. And out of the ground the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air and brought them unto Adam to see what he would call them. Uh-huh. And whatsoever Adam called every living creature, that was the name of yes. Praise God. So it's not that God was telling him where well, I name it lion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but by virtue of the knowledge God has given Adam, 
Eh? God believes that he can use that knowledge to make decisions. Mm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. So, leading of the Spirit is the building of the Spirit. Mm. They are built to you with knowledge. Eh? Mm-hmm. And by that building, they expect that you use the building to make decisions in life. Mm-hmm. That's actually what leading is. Mm. So, at the beginning, they will start giving instructions. You might be hearing a few voices here and there. And that's why you see baby Christians, when they hear the, and the Lord told me, they will be excited. Mm. It's okay. Be excited about it. But that's not what you should be looking for. Mm. In fact, let me quickly mention this thing. A baby Christian does not really know the thoughts of God. cannot really differentiate the thoughts of God from the thoughts of the devil. Mm. He cannot because he does not have instruments of differentiation. He does not have enough knowledge. So that's why a, a baby Christian should have a pastor. Everybody should have a pastor. Mm-hmm. But one, one of the few things you need to teach a baby Christian is how to submit to a minister of the gospel. Mm-hmm. Five-fold ministry. So that it can be taught. So that they can give him direction. Hmm. He should be able to share his, every part of his life to that minister of the gospel that God has asked him to submit to. So that that minister of the gospel that has knowledge can help him in guidance and judgment. Because a baby Christian does not have knowledge to make decisions according to the will of God. No, mm. no, no, no. He does not have it. He has to submit knowledge over time. Yeah. And that's the reason for discipleship. Mm-hmm. So any baby Christian that is not ready to be discipled is not ready to grow. Mm. Because I'm one thing about baby Christian. It's normal, a baby. Even my son, he's just two years old. He feels like he knows everything. That's how babies behave. Mm-hmm. They believe they know. And that's why a, that's why a person was very patient with babies. Sometimes you have to come down to their level, play with them, laugh with them. Sometimes make them feel all high and up. Then you give them instructions. That's the way to deal with babies because babies. One thing about baby Christians, we believe we know. Sometimes when I see some some young chaps. And they start, you know, and they sometimes they, they want to come to you for um, counseling. They will first come and share revs with you first. <laughs> and the Bible says that, you know, and the Bible says that in the book of Psalm, this, the Bible says that. So from all these scriptures, uh, I've decided that I'm going to do this. Okay. <laughs> you, are revealing, you, are, you, are, you are you are you are sharing revs with me. It's okay now. Go and make your decision. Because it's just normal for a baby Christian. A baby Christian has not learned humility and meekness. Mm. Has not learned that it is okay to be wrong. Mm. A baby Christian does not want to be wrong. Mm. That's one thing. You is a mature Christian knows that he can be wrong. Mm-hmm. So he gives rooms for error. Ah, okay. I can make mistake. Let me go and meet somebody that is more spiritual than me to help me check this lady. That's a mature Christian. Because he knows that he's a mature Christian that agrees that he has flesh in him. Mm-hmm. Baby Christian, because of sometimes, because of knowledge of I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, mm-hmm. because of um, the revelation of Christ lives in me, I'm seated in Christ in heavenly places. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he just feels like, ah, there's nothing I cannot do. That's a baby. Mm-hmm. A mature Christian is checks himself. Wants to compare spiritual things with spirit, spirit, spiritual things with spiritual things. He he knows that he, he can make error, so he wants to comp, he, he wants to compare judgment with judgment. 
it can go. It's easy for a mature Christian to submit his decisions to a pastor mm. than a baby Christian. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? And sometimes, his baby Christians always feel like they are being controlled. Praise God. Hallelujah. Most of the time, baby Christians, they always feel like they are being controlled. When a pastor tells them that, I don't do things like this, mm. this man just wants to, wants to, wants to start controlling me. Mm. That's a baby. That's a baby. Mature Christian does not feel like he's being controlled. Mm. In fact, mature Christians will feel like he's being kept safe. Mm. That's why it's easy for a mature Christian to submit. Mm. Because he sees safety in submission. Safety. I don't know why I'm going this direction. But maybe the Lord just wants us to go this direction. Praise God. Obviously, He wants us to go this direction. But I don't feel any restrictions inside me. Yeah. Praise God. A mature Christian agrees that he has darkness inside him. Yeah. Because truly, we have it. He's yeah. a baby Christian that feels like he has attained. When it comes to leading of the spirit, a mature Christian wants to check over. Even sometimes when he has started doing doing the, the instruction, he has started carrying out the instruction, he's still checking. That's maturity. He's still checking. Ah, maybe I'm wrong. He's still checking again. He's already carrying out the instruction, but he's still checking. Ah, I could be wrong in this place. Let me check again. That's a mature Christian because he knows that I can make mistakes. Mm. But a baby Christian who just, he just wants to, he just wants to just this is God has given us instruction. Let's just go and do it. Yeah. He's not checking every moment to see if something else is, is informing his decision. Yeah. Praise God. So, we're reading verse 19. The Lord told Adam, He said, to go and name the animals. And the Lord said, The name that He gives to the animal, yeah. that is what it is. In other words, the name that is given to the animal is what, has, what is in God's mind. Mm-hmm. So Adam had judgment. What the tree of knowledge and of good and evil did is to corrupt that judgment. Mm. That's all that tree did. Mm. And how did that happen? Let's continue. Verse 6. Chapter, chapter, chapter 3, verse 6. So when the, the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree desirable to make one wise. Okay, let's read it again. Verse 6 again, please. Let's read it again. Okay, so when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, she saw something. Hmm. Number one, she has been seeing it as evil before. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Hmm. She never she never used to go near that tree because she has been seeing that tree as evil. Hmm. But now we're seeing it as what? Good for, good for food. Or good to be used. Mm-hmm. Ah, man, this thing... When you say something is good for food, that means I can, it can, it can give me strength. I can use the strength it will, it, it will give me. What? Why do we eat? We eat for strength, right? So in other words, it's good for food. If I, if I, if I use this thing over time, what I will gain from it will profit me. Mm-hmm. Literally, that's what she was seeing. But is the tree of the knowledge of good and evil praise god 
think I'm, I'm trying to break it down enough. I feel like maybe there's somebody new. Maybe there's somebody new online. Mm. Because I'm being told to slow down. <laughs> Pray God. Praise God. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. By now, we're so close. It's okay. By now, we're so close. Trust me. Trust me. Yeah. We'll close by now. <laughs> Praise God. We're still close by now. Don't worry. And you people online, don't laugh at me because I feel like I, you people are lying, are, are laughing. I, I can hear maybe Shifra <laughs> laughing right now. <laughs> Praise God. So he said he's good for food, but she wasn't seen it as being good for food before. So in other words, something changed. Praise God. And it was pleasant to the eye and the tree to be desired to make one wise. Till today, when the Bible says the wisdom of this world, this is the wisdom we have been using. Praise God. He said to make one wise. So when you say the world, everything in this world, I'm not afraid to say some things again. Every single thing in this world. Okay, so okay, let's argue it. Let's argue this thing. If Adam didn't sin, we need to build mansion. No, please let us agree with Adam because it looks like I'm I'm, I'm fighting some things right now. I'm fi- Do I need to build a mansion if Adam didn't sin? No. Do I need to drive a car if Adam didn't sin? Uh-huh. Do I need a replay? If Adam didn't say. Okay, let me see another one. Who needs to be a doctor if Adam didn't say? Let me touch career a little. I'm not saying God lost God will let you will lead you into career in this present world. Because he will use it as a path for you. He can use it as a path for you. It doesn't mean that's your that's your goal in life. Your goal in life is to become like the son of God. But he can use career as a path. Yes. That's why you must be diligent there too. Mm. If somebody should come to me and tell me that eh, when I'm at work, I'm always reading my Bible because it is eternal life I'm chasing, mm. I will scold you. Mm. Praise God. Hallelujah. Don't tell me that you are in school because you are chasing the, the life of God. You want to become like the Son of God. You will not study. Mm. It's part of the process. It's part of the process. If, you, if, if God leads you to study a course and you don't do well in that course, you have failed Him. The Lord leads you to be maybe an engineer. You are now getting C, 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 all, all through because you say you are chasing God. Mm. So the God that led you there, he wanted you to go and be parking C. Mm. <laughs> no, he wants... <laughs> he wants you to be diligent there. That's why he led you there. Obviously, he will teach you how not to make it your life. Mm. But it doesn't mean that you'll be lackadaisical about it. Mm. You can't be careless mm-hmm. about what God has given to you. Yeah. You can't have a job. God gave you a job mm. and you now treat the job anyhow mm. and you say you are chasing God. Mm. You are not chasing God, you are lazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and can God say that, okay, for a while, don't work? Yeah, he can say that too. Mm-hmm. So in every season, every season is a process. Is a process. And be diligent in the process. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Oh, yeah. So I'm not against career. 
I, I have career too. I'm also a businessman too. So don't don't think eh. Ah, I said the daddy. Let's let's leave school. Or I'm resigning from my work tomorrow. I want to go and chase the, I want to go and be like the son of God. We will deliver you. That's the spirit. We will lay hands on you. <laughs> Praise God. But it doesn't cease to mean that it's still the wisdom of this world. That's why the Bible says that we should we should we should not abuse it, but use it. It's for use. It's for use. Just use it. Don't become it. It's just to be used. Can I tell you what your job is? Your career, eh? It's just a means of livelihood. A means to make money, buy food in the house, pay your rent. It does. It's just. It's just a means. Which God can even use another means to do? It's just a means. Your career is just a means. Touching some things to me, I hope I will not get people angry today. Because some people have highly exalted career. <laughs> I won't lie to you. I studied pharmacy. <laughs> this cleaning business I have, as at the time I would write my professional exam, it has been crossing my mind that I should go and start that business. But by the time you compare pharmacy with cleaning company, it didn't look so demeaning. <laughs> So I left it behind yeah, for so long. <laughs> because that's the highest team. To praise God. I've thought some things tonight. Kai, forgive me if I get you offended. But your career is just a means to an end. It's not your life. But be diligent there. Because if it's God that led you there, then you must be diligent. You must use it well. Praise God. Hallelujah. But it's still the wisdom of this world. Exactly. Uh-huh. Verse 6. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree to be desired to make one wise. So any man that is wise in this world is feeding from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. So, <laughs> praise God. So when they say the wisdom of Christ, wisdom of Christ has come to purge the wisdom of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Mm. That's all it has come. Yeah. Because when a man fed on that tree, it gave a seed was planted in man. That seed is supposed to give back to many seeds. Yeah. And we are seeing the seeds all around right now. Yeah. What is a seed? If I put if I talk to you right now and the thoughts as you are going home, you'll be thinking of what I said. I've planted a seed. That word I said to you can give birth to many thoughts. Praise God. Aha. So every word I say to you, I'm planting a seed that will generate many other seeds. So this thing that Adam ate eh, wasn't supposed to stop there. He started generating many seeds in man. Or many thoughts. Praise God. Many thoughts. So when a man is thinking generally, he's thinking in a particular direction. So the Bible says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So your thoughts define who you are. So when the Bible says, be transformed by the renewal of your mind, 
is because what defines you, what defines what you do, what defines how you think, what defines how you make decisions is your thoughts. And what the generator of that thought is the wisdom that man has been feeding on, which is the wisdom of this world. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Hallelujah. Man has been, this is the wisdom that man has been fighting for years. So the reason why man has not been able to overcome this world is because the world is wiser than man. The only wisdom that is higher than the wisdom of this world is the wisdom of Christ. The Bible says Christ has been made is the wisdom mm. and the power of God. Mm. It's the wisdom of Christ that can set a man free from the wisdom of this world. Mm-hmm. We love the wisdom of this world. Don't let us lie. Mm. We love it. Because the, world, the wisdom of this world is like a defense to us. Mm. Check it. Somebody insults you. The wisdom of this world will tell you to insult back. Mm. What is that? It's a defense. Mm. Somebody tell you you are stupid. You want to tell somebody that the person is too stupid. That's a defense. Mm. You don't want to be seen as being little. You don't want to be seen as a fool. Mm. That's a defense. The wisdom of this world teaches you to defend yourself. Mm. That's the wisdom of this world. Mm. To guard yourself. It's the, teacher, the wisdom of this world that teaches offense. Yeah, the wisdom of this world. So this world is wise. You can use the wisdom of this world for ministry. Mm. You can be a pastor and be using the wisdom of this world to run church. Praise God. Mm. Let me touch that too. You can be a minister of the gospel and be preaching the wisdom of this world. Mm. And you use faith for it. You can be a minister of the gospel and preach the wisdom of this world. Can I verse himself to you? The wisdom of achieve, receive, <laughs> pursue, become what you can, you want, you, de- you yeah. desire to become. Yeah. Aspire and desire. <laughs> Whatever you desire. <laughs> no, think about it. There's no part of the Bible that teaches whatever you desire. Mm. Let's be very sincere with ourselves. Yeah. I'm touching some things tonight. Yeah. Can I read Mark eleven twenty three? People will say because they say whatever you desire. Read it from the beginning and see. But before you get there, if you the same, if you're talk, if, it, if it's the same desire that you are desiring that they are talking about there, please Go read Mark eleven twenty three from up down and talk and let's see the desires they are talking about. Because you can tell whatever you desire. Ask. No, let's read it from the beginning and check the desires. That they are talking about in that scripture. You can quote the scripture, Proverbs. The desires of the righteous shall not be cut short. Mm-hmm. Let, let, let me ask you a question. The righteous. <laughs> in the Old Testament, the way they define a righteous man is the man that is always doing the law. Doing the law. Aha. Yes. Yes. In the Old Testament, you are not a righteous man if you are not doing the law. So if you are not living righteously, the really, really, the Bible is not really, really, really calling you a righteous man. Praise God. The yes, righteousness, the seed of righteousness is inside you. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Truly, the seed of righteousness is inside you, 
and you can be claiming because spirit man, your spirit man is righteousness. There's righteousness in your spirit man. You're, you have been made righteous in Christ. Let's, be, let's, let's appropriate scriptures. Righteousness has been imputed inside you. But you have not become a tree of righteousness. You have not become an embodiment of righteousness. You, you don't, the day you got born again, you don't have capacity to live righteously yet. Mm-hmm. You have to learn righteousness to live righteously. Mm-hmm. You have to learn it. John said it. He said, he that doeth righteousness is righteous. Let's go to First John before I come back. I want to show us scriptures because it looks as if I'm saying something that uh, are strange. John chapter 2. First John chapter 2. Okay, chapter 3, sorry. First John chapter 3, verse 7. First John chapter 3, verse 7. Little children, let no man deceive you. He that doeth righteousness is righteous. Even as who is, as he is, this is Jesus Christ. Even as Jesus Christ is righteous. Because he was talking about Jesus Christ there. Whoever cometh and transgresseth, and also the law is seen, and he that know, that know that he was manifested, he was manifested to take away this, our sins. And in him is no sin. Whoever abideth in him, sinneth not. Whoever sinneth hath not. I'm reading from verse 4 now, down to 6. I'm in 6 now. Whoever abideth in him, sinneth not. Whoever sinneth hath not seen him, nor known him. Little children, let no man deceive you. So obviously, that he there is not you. He's talking about Christ. Praise God. He said, he that doeth righteousness is righteous. Even as he, that he there is Jesus. Even as he is righteous. So our expect- the expectation of God is for us to live righteously the way Christ is living righteously. Praise God. It's not about confessing that you are the righteousness, righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You can confess it at the beginning, but we want to see that righteousness. Praise God. We want to see it. Praise God, the Lord. Praise God. Let's go back to Genesis again. So if you claim that you are a righteous man and we don't see righteousness, it is not true righteousness. We need to see you living it out. It must be real, tangible. Praise God. So, if the tree of the knowledge of good and evil made man wise, what kind of wisdom did they give man? Tell worldly wisdom, sensual, evil wisdom. So, the, when an unbeliever, an, no, no matter how good an unbeliever is, there's a wisdom he's using. He's using the wisdom of the knowledge of the tree of good and evil. Until you get born again and they stop that process. There's a wisdom he's using. And that same wisdom can teach you how to give. It's still the wisdom of knowledge of true of good and evil. As long as a man is not born again, forget it. Uh, Even men give now, we see them. You will see some people that they were arrested in the US recently, they were giving to charity, but they are murderers. They were killing people. Yeah. Fraudsters. 
but they were giving to charity. Ruining lives to make money, but they started a charity. So, <laughs> you see that evil men too can give money. They can give. Yes. So, because you are giving, doesn't mean you are not using the wisdom of this world. Let us let us separate let us separate it. Because yeah. It's the knowledge of of the tree of good and evil. So you can be doing something that seems good too. Praise God. So if that tree is able to make man wise, what kind of wisdom did he give man? So what kind of wisdom is man living by? After this ministration, we need to go and check ourselves. I need wisdom of God. Mm-hmm. Because we need to now start checking ourselves. Kai, decisions I made in the past, what wisdom did I use to make them? Praise God. Mm-hmm. Because there's a seed in me that is able to make me wise. Mm-hmm. There's a nature in me that is able to make me wise. But that nature is not the nature of God. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Let's keep go to Genesis chapter 6. Ah, this message cannot finish today. No, it cannot. My brother, you will finish it on Saturday. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. I don't know why God is leading me in this direction. It's places that we touch things. How do we know that this wisdom is the wisdom that led man, that's leading man away from God? Yeah. Cain left the presence of God. Yeah. That's how you would know the kind of wisdom that that tree gave man. Yeah. It taught Cain how to leave the presence of God. Mm-hmm. He taught Cain how to leave the presence of God. Any wisdom that can teach you how to leave the presence of God is obviously is not the wisdom of God. You can be achieving a lot if the presence of God is not is not is not is not being cultivated by what you are doing. Praise God. I want to say this thing. You can be doing a lot for God. If what you are doing is not cultivating the presence of God, you are living by the wisdom of this world. We can't, we can't fault it. You can, you can be doing a lot. You can build school for God. You can build university for God. It's not bad. God has led men to do it. So it's not that God cannot lead men to do it. You get what I'm saying? But if your obedience, all those things you are doing, if what you call obedience is not cultivating the presence of God, check it. Probably using your senses to serve God. Mm. And anything that anything you are using your senses to do is the wisdom of this world. Mm. So a man must learn to live by the Spirit. Living by the Spirit is not just because you are hearing the voice, go here, go there. No. Living by the Spirit is living by the teachings of Christ. Or the teachings of the Spirit. Praise God. Mm. Praise God. Mm. Praise God. So anybody that is not coming to God to be taught can never live by the Spirit. Mm-hmm. Many people want to hear, we want to hear God, but don't want to be taught by God. 
Why do you want to hear God? Let him just tell me the secret to this thing and achieve what I want to achieve. That's why many people want to hear God. Many times we go to God to hear him for direction of things that we want. That we want. Yeah. I want to get a job. Lord, lead me on to the company I want to. Even though you even have the company in your head. So that so that it will not look like you do not ask God. <laughs> you know the company you want to apply to, but so I, so that it won't look like you don't ask God. Uh, we are God, you to talk your own. <laughs> no, that's the truth. That's the truth. They know. They know. Why? 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 You already have what you want to do in mind. The wisdom of this world has fed you, and it has become a has become has become. Um, let me use the word. It has become a glorious future. You know, flesh is terrible. Flesh is wise. See what flesh. See what the wisdom of this knowledge of truth will taught children of king. Let's see children of Cain, Genesis chapter 4. Let's see children of Cain. Mm-hmm. And we'll now show you children of Abel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> children of Seth. And you'll see the difference. Let's just see it. Now, like I said, I'm not against career. I'm not against... Please, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I, just want us to, I just want us to appropriate things. To see that many things that we do, many things we do and we pursue... And see, and we call it purpose, and we call it destiny, and not really purpose and destiny. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Now, children of Cain, we actually, you see what they are doing? Oh, Genesis chapter 4. You are my reading, yeah. You are my reader today. I really like that. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. Verse 16, chapter 4, verse 16. Let's see. Uh, let's, it's okay to spend time in the Old Testament today, right? In the Genesis today, right? Yeah, it's okay. Verse 16, let's read. And Cain went out from the presence of the Lord and dwelt in the land of Nod, on the east of Eden. Mm-hmm. And Cain knew his wife, and she conceived and bare Enoch. And he builded his city. Okay, wait. Oh. Cain left the presence of God, eh? And built a city. Please, you will have called Cain an achiever. Mm. Because he built it. Yeah. <laughs> if I built city today, mm. <laughs> <laughs> woo! I check it. Even check our visions in church. Mm. They want to enter into places of authority. Mm. I'm not against it, though. Mm. But that's not the job of the church. Mm. Church can take authority without sitting in the place of authority. Take the book of Acts. <laughs> church was so powerful. I mean, who became president in the book of Acts? No, we did not see any Christian pursuing mm. politics. Mm. Imagine people in the book of Acts carrying placard. Mm. <laughs> we, Black Lives Matter. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, imagine. In the book of Acts, as powerful as they are, they carry placard, placard and the Black Lives Matter. I'm not saying, I'm, not, I'm against. I'm against black oppression, please. Mm-hmm. It should not be done. 
Praise God. Hallelujah. But there, there's, a, there's, there's, a, there's hidden power in us that can get things done without we doing it the way the world does it. There's a hidden power in man. It's called the power of the gospel. There will not be anything like Black Lives Matter if the gospel prevails. What's Black Lives Matter when gospel is prevailing? So mightily grew the world in Ephesus and it prevailed. Diana fell. Diana was the god. They say god, god of fertility. No, whatever it is. No, whatever it is. <laughs> god of fertility. <laughs> you don't need god of fertility when there's gospel. I was listening to a minister of the God. He said he thought he was teaching a woman for two weeks. I think it was daddy that was even preaching. For two weeks, barren woman. Two weeks. He was teaching a woman, a barren woman for two weeks. She got pregnant. Without knowing that she was pregnant. Gospel can do it. You don't need Diana because uh, God of Fatis. What nonsense. You don't you don't need many things. We, we don't need many things that we are doing. We need the gospel. If we can pay attention to the gospel. Praise God. If we can pay attention to the gospel, we don't need many things that we do. The church does not need political influence. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. The church does not need. Praise God. The church does not need political influence. Let me let Google break this table today. I've started breaking the table. I've started shaking the table. So let's break it. I've, I've been shaking tables, so let's break it now. Praise God. The church does not need political influence. The book of Acts, the, the government was so afraid of them, they could not tax the church. Did, was any of them sitting in the book, uh, seat of power? <laughs> None of them was sitting in the book of seat of power. Until they started inviting the, um, when they saw the power of the church, they started inviting and then the apostles to the, um, the Sadducees, started inviting them. And even, <laughs> I like the way God did it. He let persecution break out. All of them scattered. Mm. Imagine, imagine Peter uh, sitting in the seat of power and making decisions with Sadducees and Pharisees. Imagine. Mm. No, God had to scatter that program. Yes, yeah. All of them scattered. Pontius, Galatia. Pontius, Pilate, Galatia. All, God scattered all of them. Mm. Because he saw what was happening. Yes. If you could, they would start thinking that the reason for this power is to sit in the seat of power. Yes. No, no, no. Let's scatter them. Persecution broke out. And imagine persecution didn't break out. Gospel would have stayed in Jerusalem. Mm. It wouldn't have reached the Gentiles. Reached the Gentiles that's right. So you see what God was doing. Mm. So God is not looking for the church to sit in place of power. No. Now, what were you saying? He said, and um, and he built builded a city and called the name of the city after the name of his son, Enoch. Cain built a city, but it wasn't in the presence of God. Mm. Is that a fulfilled man? Mm. Is that a successful man? No. And Enoch, verse 18, was born Irad, and Irad begat Mehujah, and Mehujah begat Me, and begat Lamech. And Lamech took upon two wives. You see? You see Lamech? He was Cain's child that first took two wives. 
Praise God. And one other, and other there, and was the father of such that dwell in tents. So, other started building what tents. That's a very wise man, engineer. That was engineering. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. That was our first. That was for our first civil engineer. Praise God. And such have cattle. Praise God. Now let's check the children of um, Seth. Um, Genesis chapter five. Children of Seth. Let's check them. They, they, by the time you are reading it, you think they they, they look very useless. Mm-hmm. Read it. Genesis chapter five, verse four. Let's read from verse four. Genesis chapter five, verse four. Let's read it to verse seven. Or verse eight. And and the days and the days of Adam after he had begotten Seth were eight hundred years, and he begat sons and daughters. And all the days that Adam lived were nine hundred and thirty years, and he died. Now wait, no, but did not mention that Adam built a city. Mm. <laughs> he did not start cattle. He did not build tents. Mm. Continue. Mm. And Seth lived an hundred and five years and begat Enos. Seth did not build city. He did not. We did not see cattle. We did not see farmland. Continue. And Seth lived after he begat Enos eight hundred and seven years, and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Seth were nine hundred and twelve years, and he died. And he died. He didn't achieve anything, right? <laughs> I won't say he didn't do anything. It's just that that was not what was important, mm. so they decided not to mention it. Yeah, because it was it will hit now. Yes, it because will Abel, hit. Abel was a, Abel was a cattle rear. But they did not mention it, mm. so that's not what is important. No, he lived. Praise God! At least he asked. So, what was important to the life of Seth and children of Adam, down to Seth, mm. down down, was that they were living they for were God. Living for God. Yeah. Obviously, they would have been farming. How would they eat if they were not farming? Yes. Yeah. They would have been cattle rearers. Yes. They would have built houses. Built houses yes. They never mentioned it. Yes. What the Bible was concerned about is that they lived. Mm. So. No matter what I achieve here on earth, what everyone is looking at is his family living. Mm. Yeah. Am I living? As the Father had life in himself, so has he given me life. Yeah. He said, Come to me and feed your soul that ye may live. Isaiah 55, right? That scripture of um, come ye we, we test. It's 55, right? Yeah. Let's read it. Isaiah chapter 55. Let's it's go this is you, how many of you know that um, life is actually our school of the spirit in Edmonton? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So this is school of the spirit. Mm. So we are in school. Let's let's read the scriptures well. Mm. We are in school. Isaiah 55. Oh, everyone that tested. Come ye to the waters, 
And he that had no money, come ye and buy and eat. Yea, come and buy wine and milk without money and without price. Wherefore do you spend money for that which is not bread? And your labor for that which satisfied not? Mm. See, that's well, that what the children of Cain were doing. Mm. What satisfies not? Hacking diligently unto me, and eat ye that which is good, and let your soul delight itself in fatness. Mm. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise on the Lord. Hallelujah. And what? Your soul what? Delight yourself in what? In fatness. Praise God. So, at the end of the day, what's the most important thing? Is your soul delighting in fatness. So, I can become the president of this country if my soul is not delighting in fatness, I have not lived. I have not lived. There's that scripture that talks about your soul shall live. Please, let me check it. Shall live. Uh-huh. Verse 3. Thank you. Verse 3. Verse 3. Incline your ears and come unto me. Yea, uh-huh. yeah, and your soul shall what? Shall live. Incline your ears and come unto me. Yea, and your soul shall live. All this hearing is teaching. Praise God. Hallelujah. Everything that is called hearing is teaching. And your soul shall what? Live. So, what were the children of Seth doing? They were hearing and they were living. Yeah, that's what they were doing because there's no way you can live without hearing. Everything that this world has built will pass away. Mm. And it is passing away soon. You see, it's very close. Coronavirus has taught us that the world can't stop. Yes. That the business of the world can yes, stop. Can stop. Coronavirus yeah. has taught us. Yes. That thing away. The first hit of coronavirus, I drove on the street of Edmonton. You can count the number of cars I was passing. So, since the day we have been running out of scatter, so we had capacity to stop. Wow. In California, some businessmen just that have been, they wake up 6 a.m. morning, fly private jets to this place for meeting, then enter private jet again to another place for meeting. After coronavirus, they shut down border. He's, he and his private jet, they are there. They are not going anywhere. Some people's businesses have crashed that they use their entire life to build. Imagine I use my entire life to build something and now crashes. That means I've wasted my life. That's why some people committed suicide in this time. Yeah, if you don't have any other hope, mm-hmm. suicide is the next thing. Yeah. So, coronavirus has taught some people mm-hmm. that you need to start searching for another hope mm-hmm. because I can disturb a virus you cannot see can disturb the hope that you have. Yeah. Tiny virus that you cannot see can ruin the hope, mm-hmm. all the hope you have. Mm-hmm. Some people planned their wedding three years before the coronavirus hit. Yeah. That wedding did not the campaign. Mm-hmm. That wedding did not hold. Mm-hmm. 
some people divorced few mean few after marriage few weeks after marriage they divorced because they were sitting at home and realized that two of them were not normal mm-hmm. and, and incompatible mm-hmm. ah man things are saying tonight please. <laughs> 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 i don't know how far this message i don't know how far this this message will travel <laughs> For anybody that's hearing this message, forgive me. <laughs> and I'm actually enjoying myself. I know you are. I'm having fun. Thank God, people cannot visit you. <laughs> Praise God. I will preach this message. I will preach it. I'll preach the message. Ah, leave me alone. Praise God. So, what we are pursuing, you know, and, um, the Chinese in America, they wanted to go and, you know, they had this agenda and everything. So they started doing real estate in the U.S. Building houses in the U.S. because that was what mortgage was controlling the economy of the U.S. Yeah. <laughs> And they saw that this Chinese will take over the economy one of these days. So they, they reduced all the prices of houses. So Chinese men went to commit suicide. So a decision of one man can ruin another person's life. The decision of one man. Decision of one man can ruin. The life of a man, mm-hmm. of of what you have built all your life. Mm-hmm. Another one, forex. A boy just committed suicide two weeks ago in Nigeria. This was a 19-year-old boy. Mm-hmm. He has over from the age of 16, he has been building forex. Mm-hmm. Hmm? From the age of 16, yeah. he has made 300 million. Forex just died recently due to the new lockdown that just happened. Uh, Went down, boom. Mm-hmm. The guy committed suicide uh-huh. because 300 million was gone. Yeah. A 19-year-old boy. So he has used three years of his life to build something that one minute can, one minute can, crash. can crash. So wisdom of this world cannot profit any man. That's why the Bible says it's coming to naught. Mm-hmm. Is that not the wisdom of this world that is coming to naught? So the wisdom of the knowledge of tree of good and evil can make man wise. But the wisdom will not profit you. Mm-hmm. You think it's profiting you, but it's not profiting you. Mm-hmm. The devil has a way of setting trap for a man. Mm-hmm. That wisdom can make a man miserable. Mm-hmm. If a man lives by it. Mm-hmm. So, Genesis chapter 6. Oi! You are doing a good job, actually. Can somebody, can you, can you clap for me? Thank you very much. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> Praise God. Let's read from verse 1. And it came to pass when men began to multiply on the face of the earth, and daughters were born unto them. 
that the sons of God saw the daughters of men that they were fair, and they took them wives of all which they chose. And the Lord said, My spirit shall not always strive with man. Please let me quickly say something about this scripture. Number one, those sons of men, I know that some people have thought it as angels. They are, no, they are no angels. Praise God. They are no angels. They are sons, we always say sons of men. Men that have followed God over time. And they went to start marrying daughters of men that were what? Praise God. So, sons of God, daughters of men. Spiritual men marrying carnal women. Praise God. And the Bible says that they chose themselves. How can a son be choosing for himself? They were no angels. Number one, let's let quickly cancel this thing. Number one, angels don't have sexual organs. So it's not angels. It's not angels that slept with daughters of men. Now you cannot tell me that angels turned to human beings and slept with women. It's a lie. He said they saw their daughters of men were fair, so they were attracted. Angels are not attracted to women. And he said, so a man shall leave his house and cleave to his wife. There's no angel that can cleave to a wife. Mm-hmm. So, with these few points of mine, <laughs> these were no angels. Uh-huh. You now tell me that, how did they now give birth to giants? Please, it's not these people that gave birth to giants. Let's read that scripture. Verse 3, And the Lord said, My spirit shall not always strive with men. For that he also is flesh, yet the days shall be a hundred and twenty years. There were giants in the earth in those days. Did they say that it was the fusion of the sons of men and daughters that gave birth to giants? He said there were giants in that land. He didn't say the daughters of men and then gave birth to giants. No, no. Let's read it. Yet the days shall be hundred. There were giants in the land, in the earth in those days. And also, after that, when the sons of man came, and daughters of men, and were bare children to them, same became mighty men, which were old and were renowned. So the people that daughters of men gave birth to were old and renowned men, not giants. Not giants, yeah. What does it mean to be renowned? Check the Greek meaning, intelligence. Intelligence. The Greek meaning of that renown there is intelligent mm. man. Mm. Okay, let me give you another uh, point. In, there was flood that washed away the giants. Yeah. In the land of Canaan, they saw giants there. Was it angels that came to sleep again? To <laughs> because flood flooded the entire earth, and those giants were washed away. So the giants in Canaan land, where did they come from? Angels came to sleep with them again. Let us let us let us let us read scripture with. <laughs> It's obvious that those people in Kenya were intelligent men because number one, how did they get pomegranates that is as big as people's head? They said when they carried the fruits, they had to carry it in their shoulder. So there was some genetic things that they were playing with there. They were scientists, men of renown. So I think. With this few points of mind, we've been able to delete the fact that it's not that angel came to sleep with girls on earth. No, no, no. Sons of men that disobeyed God produced 
men that were altered. altered. Which they become men that became wise, wise. against God. Against God. I'm suspecting that is their wisdom that they used to make men giants. I'm suspecting, but I'm not sure. Praise God. But where I'm going is that the Bible says, My spirit will no longer strive with men, for it has be, they have become flesh. So, what is flesh? Let me, I'll be closing here. I, can, I will define flesh, then we'll complete the message later. What is flesh? Man was given a wisdom after eating the fruit in the beginning. By chapter 6, man became flesh. So, how did he become flesh? By using the wisdom of this world over time. What is flesh? A building that a man, a nature that is formed in a man after using the wisdom of this world over time. So you see that flesh is not stupid. Flesh is wise. It can project a future in your eye. And you pursue the future, you think you are serving God. Flesh can do it. In fact, many of our visions. What's, what's the essence of subjective leading? Because they know that <laughs> there are some things you will never let go of, but that is subjected to a process. Mm. That's the essence of subjective leading. Because many times God can just be using objective leading. Oh, let's do this. Let's try this. But sometimes God will corner you, stop some process, cut you short. It can even allow them to fire you at work. Just to stop a process. If you see the direction you are going. You can do it. Yeah. That's the essence of subjective leading. Because they know that there are some obedience you never obey if they talk to you. So they have to orchestrate <laughs> environment for you. <laughs> They have to orchestrate some environments. Somebody in your family member can just rise up and just begin to hate you. It's not that it's God that made the person hate you, but they permitted it. And the person will just start disturbing you. And they will tell you to endure. Because normally, if they left you, (laughs) and they will take out the means to leave that process. Some of us, the reason why millions have not come to our, our account is because of what they know we'll do with it. Exactly. Like me now. Like me. <laughs> <laughs> and some people will tell, they will say, God, I saw on Facebook one day, God, please test me with 20 million. I want to know if I can handle it. I want to know if I can handle it. God, please test me with 20 million. I want to know if I can handle it. <laughs> So when you say works of the devil mm. is what the wisdom of this world has done in us over time. So flesh. Flesh even has glory. Mm-hmm. Say what is flesh? It's as grass. The glory of flesh. The flesh as a flower. The flower falleth away. As weak as flesh is, as weak as grass is, the flower on top, don't you admire it? Mm. 
Mm-hmm. But grass is so weak. One small flower will wash it away. Yeah. But see the flower on top. Yeah. It will just catch your attention. You just some of us even use it to toast mm-hmm. our wife. Mm-hmm. When we uh, toast our wife, mm-hmm. we bought flower. Mm-hmm. But that thing is grass. Check mm-hmm. it. It's grass family. Mm-hmm. Go and take all the flowers. <laughs> Who did both in here? They are all grass family. Mm-hmm. What well, the most expensive uh, flower in this world, with roses, all this type of I forgot now. It even has thorns. Have you heard of the other they say roses have thorns? Yeah. One of the most expensive roses in this world has thorns all around it. If you hold it, if they don't if they don't remove the rose, if you hold it, if you are careless about holding it, to pierce your hand. Mm-hmm. But the flower on top, even the smell, is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. But it's grass, it's grass family. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Hallelujah. So flesh can paint glory. I make it look spiritual, God says. Thank you. That's scary. That's, that's the kind of fear that we should be having every day. Is the that fear, fear that we have an adversary that can paint a future before us and we can admire the future. So we need to be careful the thoughts we take. That's why Jesus Christ came to meet us. Take no thought for your life. Because once you take thought for your life, if the devil has a picture to paint before you. He has a picture he can paint before you that he can pursue all your life. You will never have time for God. Or, <laughs> the worst of all, you can use God to achieve it. <laughs> Praise God. I, I was seeing our question and answer session in um, Ottawa. As a baby Christian, faith towards God. We use, we use, we, my brother is here now, come and testify. Don't let, I'm not the only bad boy here. <laughs> we use this faith together. <laughs> Pastor James on my own. <laughs> we use this faith together and I ask him, there's nothing we were not casting out. No. Looking for demons about, what nonsense? De- demon, demons what? We were too pu- we were pumped. Yes, yes. We were proud boys. Pumped with faith. And God allowed it. Yes, sir. I came to church one day. I told somebody, somebody that was falling sick. Look at me. I've not been sick in five years. I was telling the person. I was telling the person. Long time ago. The person, the person just looked at me. Like, yeah. You have not been sick, so what's the problem? Me, I'm sick now. <laughs> I was telling the person. Instead of me to pray for the person and encourage the person, I was telling the person that tested me. And why are you falling sick? You don't, you don't have faith. In five years, I've not used medication. I was telling the person. Can you imagine? And we said, I want this thing now. I will pray, we will get it. But there was a wisdom I was informing that thought yes. that we're, of what we're, the thought of what we were praying for there was a wisdom inside us that was informing it because we didn't have knowledge we have not started learning the wisdom of Christ mm-hmm. so obviously it's another wisdom that is informing that faith that we're using even though God was allowing it but you know God is very wise the day God caught my, started catching our attention he started using that thing to draw our attention away from this world gradually and we didn't know the day he demanded our life, we were able to trust him. Like, okay, yeah, if God, God has, has given me all these things, if he tells me to do this thing, I trust him. Mm-hmm. 
But we are using faith for carnal things. Carnal things. things that if God did not keep us, He would have destroyed us. Mm. Mm. There was a time I wanted a good shoe. There was a shoe raining there, bought in. Mm-hmm. It was an European shoe. Mm. I don't know if they say it's in Canada here. Yeah. It's an European shoe. I confessed it. Mm. One man went to London mm. to visit his family. He came back with the shoe and gave me. Mm. Here in this Canada. Mm. <laughs> so, when, when people are talking about faith, 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 it's not that we've not used faith. Mm. We just have another principle that we used to run faith now. Faith of the Son of God that we used to serve God, not ourselves. We don't use faith to serve ourselves. We use faith to serve God. We don't use faith to serve ourselves. We use faith to serve God. If you are still using faith to serve yourself, you are, you are a baby. Mm. Hey baby. Hashtag. <laughs> 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 you are using faith to serve yourself, you're a baby. Mm. Praise God. Oh, yeah. Please stop. Colossians. Colossians. Thank you, Jesus. Ah. Lord, you are good. Where is that scripture? Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Sorry, my my, my thoughts are seventeen. My thoughts are already. Verse 16. Praise God. Thank you. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom. Teaching and admonishing one another. You see what the word of Christ does? Mm. The wisdom. Wisdom is a teacher. Mm -hmm. Wisdom is a teacher. In all... So first is word. They bring word to you to make you wise. Because the spirit that is deceiving us is using wisdom to deceive us. Mm. So you must be wiser than him. Mm. To not use his wisdom. He must be wiser than him. He must be able to discern his wisdom from afar. Mm. Many of us are we are using his wisdom somewhere until we become Christ. Mm. He still is using his wisdom somewhere. Mm. Until Christ has been formed in us, there's still his wisdom somewhere we are using. Every time you are thinking of keeping yourself safe first before considering your brother is the wisdom of this world. Mm. Let me save for myself first before I think of my brother. Wisdom of this world. Mm. I'm not saying you should not save. Mm. But if your 
consideration is to consider yourself first before the brethren. It's the, it's the wisdom of this world. Praise God. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, admonishing one another with psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. So, wisdom of Christ points you to the Lord. Wisdom of this world points you to the world. How to achieve in this world. Wisdom of Christ points you to the Lord. So a man that is high is already down, looking at the world. When the wisdom of Christ, one thing the wisdom of God is that you start lifting your eyes up, up, up. So when the Bible says, set your eyes on things above. It's, you don't just set it in one day. You set your eyes on things above. Over time. Continuously till you have become a being of above. This year, I feel like it's Operation War Against Flesh. Because you cannot be talking about incorruptible if flesh has not been yeah. dealt with. They haven't escaped the corruption of this world through lust. You don't think of divine nature if corruption has not been escaped. If lost, you've not dealt with lust, forget, forget incorruptible life. Forget what you are calling divine nature. What is divine nature? When corruption is still there. And let us be sincere with ourselves. Many of us have corruption inside. We still have corruption there. If there's no corruption there, then you will not be sinning. You will not sin. The fact that you can still sin means that there's corruption inside us. Second Timothy. Second Timothy. Chapter 3, verse 15. So, you read, I'm just, we, I think we, we have seen the wisdom that we have been fed with over time. Now, you, we have seen the reason why we need to be wise. Now, we need to be wise according to God's wisdom. Because we are fighting a wisdom of this world that we have used over time. And we don't even, it has been so woven that we feel like it is actually a good wisdom. Check it. I've even seen somebody use, I'm sorry to say, I've seen somebody use the life of the children of Cain to preach. In church, in the church. I'm telling you, he quoted the, until, even me, I admire the message that day because. <laughs> the thing, ah, the thing, powerful message. Well, and I now saw it with the life of Cain, the man that left the presence of God. Yes. Is what this man used to preach to us. But literally, motivation, he was teaching prosperity that day. But he used the life of a man that led the presence of God to teach prosperity. Can you imagine? Is that not evil? And I was pumped after the message. Is that not Holy Ghost pumping? No. Verse 15, and that from the childhood has known the holy scriptures. Uh, please let me quickly say something. I mean, I mean, us know that when we are, it is okay to cram scriptures, mm-hmm. memorize scriptures. Me, I, I'm not good at memorizing, so I read Bible like over and over again. 
because I'm not so good at memorizing. So <coughs> you see me go through scriptures over and over again. But it's because I want to have a picture of the scripture in my head. So if you are not a kind of person that can memorize like that, it's not everybody that knows how to memorize a lot like that. You should be able to look through scriptures over time, mm-hmm. continuously. Like a book of Ephesians, to read it from the beginning to the end is no more than one hour. Chapter 1 to chapter, chapter, one to chapter 5. Mm. Just to get yourself acquainted with the scripture. Mm. Just to, I'm serious. You didn't say that as you have um, known, uh, you have known revelation. You have known the Holy Scriptures. Holy it starts from there. Yes. You must know scripture to have revelation. Mm-hmm. You cannot have revelation if you don't know scripture. It starts from knowing scripture. Mm-hmm. Then revelation is better out of multitude of scriptures that you know. So a Christian should know how to, should learn to listen to messages, should learn to read Bible. You must be acquainted with scriptures. That is where the wisdom of God comes out from. Mm-hmm. Is it only scripture which is able, you see? So the scriptures is able. So you can know it and might not be wise. Mm-hmm. But the scripture is able to make you wise. Unto. That means that wisdom can show you salvation. Unto. So you have not yet received salvation yet. It's unto salvation. Now when I'm talking about salvation, I'm not talking about new birth. New birth is a salvation somewhere. But the salvation that he's talking about here is salvation be free from the life of sin and death. Praise God. Praise God. Salvation here, when you say salvation to our God, when a man becomes like the Son of God, that's salvation. But that's not where I'm going today. Mm-hmm. But it's able to make you wise. True faith, which is in Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. So, how do you get wise? It's true faith. The scriptures, you believe the scripture and live by the scripture. Mm-hmm. You commit When you say faith of the son, eh, is a man committing himself to the revelation in the scripture and living by them, mm-hmm. even though there's contradictions around him. Mm-hmm. That's faith. That's the real faith. Mm-hmm. That's the real faith. The faith to believe scripture and commit your life to scripture. That's the real faith. It's not that you give excuses for the scripture and the Bible. You know, God, even God knows that we are weak. Mm, God knows we are weak. That's why He gave you strength. So use that strength. The strength is in the word. Verse 16. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for what? Everybody, let's read this scripture. Let's carry this down, please. Everybody. Everybody at home, I want us to read this thing. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Every other thing, everything that this thing I'm mentioning is for contradicting our nature. If there's no contradicting nature, why do you need correction? Why do you need reproof? 
Why do you need doctrine? Why do you need instruction? It's because there's a contradicting nature in you. So you need to be corrected. There's a contradicting wisdom. So that wisdom needs to be challenged. Verse 17, that a man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. So you don't even have a revelation of what good works is yes. until your darkened understanding has been dealt with. Been dealt with. Until your worldly wisdom has been dealt with. You don't know what good works is. So first thing is, let's overcome flesh. In fact, the first work of God is to overcome flesh. God does not choose a man that still has flesh. I'm not talking about truth for ministry. God can, obviously. Me, I can preach it right now. <laughs> I'll tell you the flesh I exhibited this week. I've repented. Uh-huh. I've repented. But <laughs> things still played out itself. It's still played itself out. <laughs> Sometimes you, have, you don't know his flesh until it has finished playing out. Then they now descend on you. Uh-uh. Pastor Femi. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good to quickly repent. Yes, sir. That's a good conscience. That's a good conscience. Praise God. Father, Lord, we thank you. We give praise to you. This message did not finish today, uh, but uh, I will continue teaching it. It is the wisdom of Christ. That's the message of the church. So we we'll keep teaching it. Father, Lord, thank you. Oh, Master Seniata. Elemano Krati Painaman de Keriota Badaranaman. FFC supreme the kaina man de hasi siminianda ya kaana hasi hondo tinduzi. Oh, meana na sisi hindu simandi kaina mbotofa histo pratishini man tafa diga daina. Helion friendu krush tavan and desisindu sisiminianda kaina. Everzenon TV Dean Bros Savan tahinon do visioni man. Harogo sahasa si minianda kaina man. Hafon tiga dianta. Thank you, Lord. Messini anda. Koshtiva akeli anda. Embrakaste vazima. Messisi vranda. Mekur preheste vazima. Adiosto vrande pronda. Vazimonon tafianda. Kibashke haya. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. I am coming to change hearts. Mm-hmm. I'm coming to change hearts. Mm-hmm. I am coming to delve in to change hearts. Mm-hmm. Changing hearts to come up to me. Mm-hmm. Changing hearts to see me. Mm-hmm. Changing mm-hmm. hearts to see me in my true light. Mm-hmm. Changing hearts to see me in my true heart. Mm-hmm. Changing hearts. Changing hearts, changing hearts, mm. that your heart may be seasoned with light, mm. that your heart may be seasoned with light, with light, with light. I am coming to change hearts. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Mr. Mm-hmm.
The reason why we don't see God is because of darkening our understanding. The Lord said he's delving into hearts. Delving into hearts. Into our hearts. To deal with our darkness. To deal with our darkness. Coming into your heart. Fighting your heart. I will fight your heart. Fight your heart. Deal with your heart. Fight your heart. I will fight your heart. Fight to submission. Fight your heart to submission. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. Father, Lord, we thank you for today's ministration. We thank you for how far you have taken us. We thank you for uh, helping us to open up um, the how, how, how subtle the wisdom of this world is. Thank you, Lord, because you will now teach us to overcome the subtleness in the name of Jesus. Father, we commit our heart to you, Lord. We cannot do this by ourselves. We don't see ourselves as men that can do this by ourselves. Father, teach us to do it, Lord. Teach us to do these things in Jesus' mighty name. Help us. You dwell between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwell between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwell between the cherubim, shine forth. Yeah.